This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Hello, hello. Welcome to Declare Victory. Have anybody on to call down a light to say good morning? Happy Monday. Happy Valentine's Day. Go ahead, Eva. Don't worry about it. We just go wait to six. We got one more minute.
Go ahead, Yvonne. Good to hear your voice too, Sister Susie. Good morning. Well, we just got back from Haley, Idaho, and it's been was a very bad time. Rick's brother-in-law passed away, so it it's a long drive. Let me tell you. Oh wow! Good. That's good. Glad you made it safely. Thank you. You guys have a wonderful day. You too. Love you. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Love you too. Happy Valentine's Day to the both of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, I'm going on mute. Okay. Good morning, Chester Yvonne. This is Brother Michael. Good morning. Happy Valentine's Day to you and Moxie. Thank you. I'd like to put in a prayer request for my family member. Uh, okay. Reggie passed away yesterday. Uh, he's been struggling with COVID for about three weeks in the hospital, and his mother is also in there as well, not doing well. So pray for the okay, Wallace so family, please. Okay, so I got this right, Brother Michael. You said his name was Reggie? Yes. Yes, he passed away from COVID? Yes, it's Complications okay, so with COVID, we, yes. Complications. Okay. So we're praying for the family and the mom who's in the hospital now? As well. Yeah, they've both been in there about three weeks. Yeah. He's okay, 92. I, I think he was 74 or 5, something like that. But uh, not not doing well. Either one of them have done well. All right. I got you. I appreciate I that. Sure I Thank you. Down right. Yes, God do love us always, sister. Good morning. I'll have to get back on and say good morning. Hey, good morning, sis. Happy Valentine's Day. Love you. Happy, Happy Valentine's Day. Love you, boy. Yeah. Hello, Happy hello. Morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Have anybody joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, y'all. Happy Monday. Happy Valentine's Day. We know that we serve a God who loves us more than his, he is love. So if you want to just say good morning, we would love to hear your sound this morning. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy and Valentine's God Day, Mr. Happy Monday. God bless you and have a great day. Happy you too. Happy Valentine's Day. God bless you. Oh, Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Diane. Happy Monday. Happy Valentine's, everybody. Happy Valentine's, Sister Diane. Love you. Love you, too. Happy Good morning. Valentine's, Yvonne. I love you. 
Good morning. It's Pretty Patrice. Happy Monday. Happy Valentine's Day, family. Happy Valentine's, Pretty. Good morning, Marcy. Good morning, bro. Happy Valentine's Day. Good morning, Mrs. Mary. Good morning. Who is this? Mary. Hey, Mary. Good morning. Happy Monday. Thank you. Happy Good morning. Declare victory. God bless you all this morning. Good morning, Brother Jeff. Happy Valentine's Day. I mean, I'm just saying. Good morning, Brother Jeff. I'm laughing because I was about to do that. This is Diddy. I was about to do Brother Jeff. Good morning. Happy Valentine's Good morning, family. Hey, my girl. Happy Valentine's Hey, I love y'all. And I'm lifting you up, Brother Michael. I was lifting family up. Yes, we are. We, we, yes, you heard the uh, request exactly. I didn't hear it, Marky. Can you give it to me? Um, yes, we are uh, praying for. Um, he asked us praying for. Um, his name is Reggie. He passed passed away from COVID, um, complications from COVID. But his mother is also, um, Reggie's mother is also in the hospital, um, with complications right now. So we pray for him, the family, and the um, the, the the mom. Mom is older. She's in the hospital right now with um, complications with COVID, but her son had passed away. Ready. Mm. And this this was for Brother Michael. Brother Michael, yes. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, Yvonne, greet one more time before I host him. Go ahead. Okay, happy Valentine's Day, you guys. Happy Monday. We are blessed to be woke on, on the wake-up list. God is so good to us. If anybody want to say good morning real fast before I begin the hosting, now is the time. We would love to hear your beautiful sound. Good morning. Happy Monday and happy Valentine's Day, Mona and Yvonne and all of you guys. God bless you. Love you. Love you. Love you, too. Love you, too. Okay, so now it's the time for you guys for us to move on. Yvonne, could you please put your phone on mute for me, sister, before I start the, um, the hosting? Everybody, please look down at your phone to make sure your phone is muted. So I pull up the script. Thank you so much. Hey, good morning. Hello, my name is Maximona, and of course, that beautiful greeter you heard was Yvonne Mary Lachaud, and we thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time, 8 o'clock a.m. Central Time, 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please. Feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us during the month of February where our monthly theme is entitled Radical Obedience. 
All the declarations were focused on the importance of being radically obedient to the radically obedience to the will and plan of God, which allow us to walk, live with purpose. There are two announcements for today. First one announcement, please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters, for married couples, for married hopefuls. You can call into the same number tonight at six between 6.30 and 7.30 p.m. Pacific time, 8.30 and 9.30 p.m. Central time, and 9.30, 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. You'll be happy that you did. Secondly, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is excuse me, is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. DeclareVictory.org. You can also give by through the PayPal, and it's paypal.me slash DeclareVictory. Or you can give through the Cash App, and it is dollar sign, I Declare Victory Now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for giving and trusting in him. I do apologize. I don't, I don't believe I saw any prayers on the prayer app, but pretty. I just told you the, um, the verbal prayer request. And the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise would be brought by Pretty Patrice. The declaration will be, will be brought by Christina Joy. And then we move right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. Christina Joy. Once again, the order of the call is pretty uh, prayer and corporate praise would be brought by Pretty Patrice, and a declaration would be brought by Christina Joy. Then we move right into closing comments, hosted by our declare. And the scripture for today comes from James 1 and 25. Uh, excuse me, but whoever looks in, intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. I gotta read that again, because I think I did, let me one more time. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Okay, I receive it. Thank you, Father. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of this holy word. At this time, please, everyone, make sure your phone is on mute. Um, before we pass the call, we want to protect, you know, um, protect the integrity of the call. I love you, but you guys know God loves you more. I now pass the call. You guys have a blessed Monday. Pretty, there you go. Love you. Love you too, Moxie. Thank you so much. And thank you, Yvonne, for greeting and hosting this morning. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We welcome you this morning. We thank you, O oh God, that you woke us up this morning, O oh God. We thank you for the breath of life, O oh God, for the activities of our limbs, O oh God, for us being in our right mind with our mind stayed on you, O oh God. 
We welcome you this morning, God. We thank you for your grace and your mercy, O oh God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We thank you that you let no hurt, harm, or danger come nigh to us or our dwelling places last night. Thank you, God. We thank you that our sleep was sweet, oh God. Thank you, God. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and we shall be glad in it, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that you uh, allow us another opportunity to give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor, oh God. We thank you, O oh God, for our homes, O oh God, our jobs, our incomes, O oh God. We thank you for food on the table, O oh God. We thank you that our bills are paid on time, O oh God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We thank you, O oh God, for more than enough, O oh God. Father God, in the name of Jesus. We come standing in the gap for our children on today and our grandchildren, oh God. Father God, keep a hedge of protection around them, oh God. We thank you in advance for what you're going to do in our lives, oh God. You said in your word, train a child up in the way in which they should go. And when they get old, they will not depart from it, oh God. So we thank you for our children and our grandchildren, oh God. Open up their eyes and ears of understanding so that they can receive all that you have for them, oh God. In the name of Jesus, let them learn all that there is for them to learn. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come standing in the gap for Brother Michael, oh God. For Reggie, oh God. Ruth and their family, oh God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Father God, we know, oh God, that by your stripes, you were bruised for our iniquities, oh God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. And the chastisement of your peace was upon us, and by your stripes, we were healed. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we're walking in that healing on today, God. We're trusting in that healing on today, oh God. And we thank you, oh God, for the sacrifice, oh God. Thank you for, thank you for giving of your only begotten son, oh God, so that we might be healed, so that we might be delivered, and so that we might be set free on today, oh God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for those unspoken prayer requests, oh God. Those that weren't mentioned, oh God, you already know what they are in need of, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we ask, oh God, according to the eternal purpose, which you purposes in Christ Jesus, our Lord, in whom we have boldness, oh God and access with confidence by faith of him. Wherefore, we desire, O oh God, that you faint not at my inhibitions, O oh God, for you, O oh God, which is your glory in the name of Jesus. For this cause, O oh God, we bow our knees unto the Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family of heaven and earth is named that you would grant, declare victory according to the riches of your glory, O oh God, to be strengthened with might by your spirit in the inner man, 
that Christ may dwell and declare victory's heart, O God, by faith. And that she, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, what is the length, and what is the depth and height. And to know the love of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, which passes knowledge that she might be filled with all the fullness of God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus, now unto him that is able. I said, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or even think. Oh, hallelujah, according to the working, the power that worketh in us, oh God. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray for those that are out in the elements, oh God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We pray that someone will cross their path, oh God. Let use me, oh God. Let it be me, oh God, that will come across their path, that'll give them a word, oh God. But continue to use us for your glory, oh God, that you will be lifted up, that you will be glorified, oh God. We thank you for the souls that were won on last week, oh God, in the name of Jesus, and the week to come, oh God. We thank you in advance for the souls that will be won, oh God, to glorify your kingdom, to build your kingdom, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We pray for those that are in the military, oh God. We thank you for their sacrifice, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that they will get home safely, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray for those that are in government, oh God. We pray, oh God, that they will have you on their hearts and minds, oh God. We're making decisions, oh God, for our lives, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We pray for marriage matters and marriages on today, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Bind us in love, oh God. Bind us in unity, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let us love like you love the church, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, that you continue to grow the ministry, oh God. We pray for every family represented on Declare Victory this morning, oh God. We thank you in advance for what you're doing in our lives, oh God. We thank you for the sacrifice, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We trust you, oh God. We need you, oh God, and we stand on your holy word on this morning. We thank you for the visionary of this line, and we thank you for her continued obedience, oh God. We thank you for the declarers, oh God, that continue to declare. We thank you for Rochelle and Moni and those that are behind the scenes, oh God. For every ministry, Didi and Lisa, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Juju and Brother Eric, oh God and anyone else that is working on this line, we thank you, God. Thank you, oh God, for bringing us all together, oh God. Thank you for us being on the one accord, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And thank you for touching our hearts on today to give, oh God, into this ministry, oh God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We thank you, oh God. Hallelujah. So as we take our phones off of mute, to give your name the praise, to give your name the glory, O oh God. We just want to get together collectively Jesus. give you all glory to your name. God. Hallelujah. If we had 2,000 tongues, thank you, 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 thank you,
Glory to your name, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Glory to Jesus. Glory to your name, Lord God. We give thanks, Lord God. We give thanks, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. We give thanks, Lord God. Glory to your name. Open up our Jesus. Glory to your name. Open up our mouths this morning, Lord God. From our hearts, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. For loving us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for joining us, Lord God. Thank you, Glory to your name. Glory to Yes, Lord, 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 yes, Jesus, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Renewing of our minds, Lord God. Yes, Lord, the renewing of our minds, Lord God. Glory to your name. The healing of our spirit, Lord God. Glory to your name, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Manifest yourself, Lord God. Hallelujah. Manifest yourself, Lord God. Hallelujah. In our physical bodies, glory to your name. Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. Glory to your name. We cry out to you this morning, Lord God. Thank you. Yes, Lord. We open up our minds. This morning, Lord God, glory to your name. Let our actions, Lord God, let our conversations, Lord God, our behavior, Lord God, glory to your name. Thank you, Lord God, for your word, Lord God, that reminds us, Lord God, that we are ambassadors, Lord God. Glory to your name. We put our trust in you, Oh, 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 oh,
Good morning, my Declare Victory family. I want to, first and foremost, uh, thank you, Moxie. Thank you, girlfriend, uh, for hosting. Uh, thank you, Freddie, for your your press this morning and leading us and ushering us into the throne room. And I just want to thank my Declare Victory family for releasing your sound on this morning that reverberated in the heavenly realm. Um, as we transition forward, I do want to. Um, just remind you all to uh, make sure your phones are on mute um, to the to protect the integrity of the call as well as for the playback for anyone that might join late or listening. Okay. So, theme of the month: radical obedience. <laughs> um, funny because I I had a I had a totally different uh, teaching prepared for today. It being February 14th, 2022, right now the time, my time, 9.27 a.m. Um, because we started this month off with Dion teaching us about the trading floors, about the uh, the legal exchange and how obedience is an ongoing journey of learning to hear God and obey. How you have to have a relationship with God in order to hear him. And then that Friday, Daryl taught us that we don't have an obedience issue 
what we actually have is a love issue. <laughs> a love issue. And today being the day that it's love day for the nation, I, I thought that was fitting. But then Valerie reminded us that um have to be like little children and find joy in being obedient so that when we hear from God, uh, we act on it immediately and obey. Jonathan defined radical obedience for us and then told us that sometimes acting on what we hear from God means that we do whatever it takes, including moving when he says move. Last Friday, uh, Pastor Winston reminded us to speak to God with specifics and not generic prayers. Uh, Lavina gave us a press on Thursday, but then Wednesday, Dion said, blow, wind, blow. <laughs> and the wind blew. And what I had been preparing for 10 days at that point got changed into a different direction. And um, ah, today, I just want God to speak. I want God to get all the glory. So right now, I thank you, God, for this day. I thank you for this moment. I thank you for this opportunity to speak to your people for that. It not be my will, but your will be done. I ask that I do a great job of getting out of your way may i decrease so that holy spirit you may increase let the words out of my mouth let the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight and i ask forgiveness of sins known or unknown to this prayer be not be hindered and i ask god that you allow the word of god to be glorified the kingdom of god edified and the devil absolutely terrified on this morning in jesus name i pray amen if i could give today's Declaration of title would be R and R, not rest and relaxation. R and R for rejection and radical forgiveness. When I found out I was teaching on today, I intentionally tried to do something different than the direction I knew God wanted me to go in because in the past I used to struggle. I used to struggle with Valentine's Day, y'all. For many years I struggled. It was a year I dreaded. It was a holiday I dreaded year after year. It didn't matter if I was married. It didn't matter if I was single. I spent many Valentine's days alone, regardless of my marital status. And I used to struggle with rejection. Hmm. Rejection <laughs> is actually something that made me think that, well, maybe if I a certain way if I look a certain way if I if I know if I do these teachings and I and I don't speak in tongues because maybe people don't understand that if I keep it within 15 minutes maybe then maybe then God, I won't have to deal with rejection I won't have to talk about rejection but ah uh, God wanted me to realize rejection was a tool he was using as he was molding me into the person that he created me to be when he met me in my mother's womb on the outside, it was a character development tool and he was using it to grow and mature what he planted in me long ago. Bob Sword in the book he has about rejection and the dealing with rejection and the praise of, of man, he um he talks about rejection being one of God's specialty tools in the school of the spirit. When God destines a saint for extraordinary influence in the body of Christ, he 
he prepares them through the rejection of people. So for anybody on the call this morning that maybe had a similar struggle of rejection, I, I, I promise you I'm going to give you biblical text and scripture to go with this so you understand that rejection is not something that you should run away from. It's not something that you should struggle with, but it's actually something that's a gift from God. So if we look at the story of David, a man after God's own heart, we see that rejection was a vital part of even his own story. Now, before, <laughs> before David's journey, before his story in 1 Samuel, we know that rejection was already something that was a part of the children of Israel's narrative. Even in the beginning of 1 Samuel, we see that Samuel, well, Hannah felt rejected. <laughs> and she cried out to God to open up her womb because she suffered with barrenness. And then God blessed her womb and gave her Samuel, Samuel, who she dedicated to God for his service, was raised in the temple. And Samuel judged for the children of Israel for 40 years, but then he felt rejected when the children of Israel no longer wanted him to be their judge due to the waywardness of his own sons. This hurt Samuel deeply because he felt rejected. So what did he do when he felt rejection and the sting? He prayed to God. Sometimes when you deal with rejection, you got a choice to make. You're going to do one of two things. You're either going to run to God or you're going to run further away from him. So in this case, he ran to God, he talked to God, he prayed to God, and God told him in 1 Samuel 8 and 7 that they have not rejected him, but instead, they have rejected me. God said, the people didn't reject you, flesh and blood, no, they rejected me. Give them what they asked for. So then he gave them Saul. We know the story of Saul's demise and Saul doing things that God did not find pleasing and grieved his heart. And he regretted even giving the children of Israel Saul as their leader. So he said, I'm going to give you somebody else. I'm going to give you a man after my own heart. Go to Jesse and anoint the person that I tell you to anoint. This is a good moment to pause for a second. Because if you notice in the narrative, as it ties back to Dion saying, you have to learn how to hear God and obey. Samuel said, when he was just a child, seek, Lord, for your servant is listening. You have to submit yourself in order to hear God. So Samuel moved in the direction and the narrative God told him to move. Radical obedience. The first moment we see the rejection that David dealt with was when Jesse, his father, in 1 Samuel 16, 11, didn't even bring him out to meet Samuel to see if he was the anointed one. Now he had kept him out in the fields with the sheep. As we go further on, David's brother, Eliab, rejected him when his dad told him to go and send them some bread and cheese and give them some sandwiches as they try to war with the Philistines and uh, got angry that he was even there. We see in uh, 1 Samuel, first chapter 17, verse 28, that he got angry and was like, why did you even come down here? Aren't you supposed to be with the sheep? 
Why are you even here? He was rejected by his by his own siblings. Some of you may have been dealing with rejection from a family member, from your own mother, your own father, from a sibling. Same way David did. And then even as we go forward, David was rejected by his father-in-law, King Saul. Matter of fact, Saul tried to kill him several times throughout this journey. Several times. Even Saul's daughter, the one that David married, Mikhail, rejected him when he was having a praise break and dancing in the street. In 2 Samuel 6.20. So as we see, David, a man after God's own heart, not only did he deal with rejection from his parents, he dealt with rejection from his siblings, he dealt with rejection from his father-in-law, he even dealt with rejection from his spouse. So how did David handle this rejection? We see in 1 Samuel 19, 2, Jonathan told David, my father Saul is trying to kill you. Be on guard. Therefore, be on guard tomorrow morning and stay in a secret place and hide yourself. The way David handled rejection is he went into the secret place as he wrote in Psalms 91, 1 and 2, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, and I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my God, in whom I will trust. In my own journey, I had to learn how to receive rejection in a way that wasn't so detrimental to my soul, because rejection is a trial. It's a test. And Bob Ford says, when you view rejection as a gift from God to keep your heart pliable and dependent upon him, you gain a new freedom in relating to people in love. Even though you know people are not dependable, you are able to give yourself to them in unqualified love, understanding that any rejection you receive from them is an opportunity for character development from God. Rejection hurts, but it need not wound. It's painful, but it doesn't have to penetrate the heart. Rejection will always sting, but there is a healing balm through the acceptance of the Father. Part of understanding how to accept and thank God for rejection means accepting his healing balm to the sting. Receiving his unfailing, unyielding, and unconditional agape love. But part of the process in order to receive his love begins with extending radical forgiveness to those who have wronged you and even to yourself. Last Friday, Dee Dee shared on Friday Night Live, and if y'all don't join, you need to join because it's great every Friday night at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, forgiveness, vaccination. And I was so moved and so thoroughly enjoyed her teaching. I asked her if she wouldn't mind to just share with the people of God why we're supposed to forgive. Go ahead, Didi. Oh, whew, hallelujah. Thank you, sis. You uh, you got me stuck for a minute on your share. So good morning, family. It's me, Didi. Um, 
and Sister Christina did ask me to share a part of what I shared on the Friday Night Live on radical forgiveness. But I, I titled it Forgiveness Vaccination. Um, so she talked about her journey of rejection and then about David. Oh, that was amazing. So the really big part of radical obedience consists of forgiveness. So did you guys even realize that some people can forgive at the drop of a dime while other people need more time. The act of forgiving is one of realizing that holding on to anger and resentment no longer carries the same weight on us. Instead of seeing something as good or bad, we begin to see things with full acceptance as they are, however that is. We can intellectualize what forgiveness is as long as we want, but it's a process that takes time, and it's a real process. When betrayal and miscommunication inhabit our ability to forgive, it's okay to feel those feelings. I know we hear, don't be moved by how you feel, but sometimes you have to feel that. The shock, the anger, the hurt, often all comes before forgiveness because there's layers. We must first deal with hurt feelings before even moving into forgiveness. People that don't deal with the real usually have long-term issues, and some even last in a lifetime. Let us respect that process, a process that can happen without us even realizing it. Sometimes by simply exploring the situation and acknowledging the impact of the betrayal, the reasons and context behind the betrayal can be the beginning blocks of forgiveness. Some of our unwillingness to forgive ain't even our offenses. Some of our holding, some of us are holding grudges that don't even belong to us. They belong to mama now, big daddy now, papa, generational curses because it's been passed down. Whether it involves a big or small offense, it hurts just the same. We are all familiar with that gut-wrenching pain that strikes in the pit of our stomachs when we've been mistreated, especially by someone we love and trust. The pain can leave behind emotional wounds of rejection, fear, betrayal, and insecurity. Just as a physical wound becomes infected if left unattended, so an emotional wound can become contaminated with feelings of resentment, bitterness, and revenge without the healing of forgiveness. Often, instead of choosing forgiveness, we drink the poison of unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is a state, and we remember uh, Sister Tanya, not Tanya, telling us unforgiveness ain't even a word. But it's a state of emotional and mental distress that results from a delayed response in forgiving an offender. It is characterized by indignation, bitterness, and a demand for punishment or restitution. Unforgiveness creates a domino effect that negatively impacts every part of us, including our emotions, thoughts, behaviors, body, spirit, and relationships. With unforgiveness, time does not heal all wounds. In fact, time further worsens and affect, infects emotional pain. Unforgiveness is like carrying around a huge weight. The longer we carry a grudge, the heavier the burden becomes. In the absence of a timely response, the roots of unforgiveness only go deeper, further in entangling us in some feeding an unforgiveness Feeding on unforgiveness is very toxic. Unforgiveness also takes up a lot of mental space. You replay the unfair situation over and over and over again, so therapy ain't even going to help that. 
Like an old movie reel, you analyze each clip of the injustice. You may create speeches in your head detailing what you will say in a confrontation with the offender. Perhaps you even daydream about how to get even. <laughs> Make a plan. When we think too hard on offense, a snowball effect occurs. Not only do we dwell on the current offense, but we also start to unearth and review negative life experiences in the past. We start to feel trapped and consumed by our own negative thoughts, unable to get away from them, and then they become strongholds. Unforgiveness also compromises our physical health. Let me say that part again. Unforgiveness also compromises our physical health. Research has shown that unforgiveness is connected to high blood pressure, weakened immune systems, reduced sleep, chronic pain, and cardiovascular problems because unforgiveness hinders the body's ability to heal. Forgiveness exercises are now being included in cancer treatment plans for patients and other types of diseases. Listen, hear, hear me please this morning. Did you know that unforgiveness comes between you and God? Unforgiveness affects your spirit and your soul, hindering your spiritual growth and fruitfulness. You may feel spiritually dry, stuck, or stalled in your spiritual life. Unforgiveness builds a wall between you and God. Fear replaces peace and imprisonment replaces freedom. You may feel tormented by the injustice. God feels far away. You may feel less sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You might even feel angry with God, which may cause you to avoid or run away from him. As Christina said, you're either going to run to him or you're going to run from him. Forgiveness is the cornerstone of any relationship, romantic or otherwise. We assume people see life the way we see life. Truth is, there are many perceptions as there are people in this world. Our lack of understanding of other people's perceptions can create gaps built on miscommunication, anger, animosity, and emotional disconnection. However, our relationship with forgiveness can help bridge these gaps. So why don't they have a vaccine for forgiveness? Because you would have so many holes and so many, you know how many times they now with uh, COVID, we get boosted and this and that, whatever it is. But when you think about what Jesus suffered on the cross for, when you consider all the suffering he did for us, what harm could it be if we took an injection of a forgiveness vaccine as many times as possible? Imagine, imagine getting vaccinated with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. How many would test positive with grace and mercy towards those who have dogged you out? And as our sister Dion said, that God will make her go apologize to those people who dirty mapped her. Y'all, yeah, I'm from Richmond, too, so that just means that they did you dead wrong. So let me ask this. How does forgiveness, how does your immunization card of forgiveness look? Is it up to date so that you can heal? There's so many varieties of forgiveness. There's so many um there, excuse me, there are different varieties of forgiveness. Research has suggested they all there's three common components. Number one is gaining a more balanced view of the offender and the event. Two is decreasing negative feelings towards the offender and potentially increasing compassion. Three, giving up the right to punish the offender further or demand restitution. 
Both, re both research and experience have suggested that one roadblock people face with forgiveness is the idea of being seen as weak and saying that what the offender did is excusable. However, let's reevaluate the definitions of forgiveness. In many ways, it actually takes more strength to forgive. Staying angry and bitter is easy. We can accommodate and get used to our angry feelings, but it takes a lot more work to forgive. So to suggest that forgiveness equals weakness is actually false. Forgiveness is powerful. I know it is. And do you know how many times forgive appears in the Bible? I'm going to tell you about um, in the King James Version, there's 95 times. In the English Standard Version, it's 109 times. In the Contemporary Version, it's 206. Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 70 times. A number that symbolizes boundlessness. However, even though he preaches boundless forgiveness, he does not indicate whether that forgiveness has conditions. And that minister E.K., he also mentioned how he was going to go fix the situation with someone who wronged him. That's so dope. The truth is that forgiveness is more powerful than you might think. Just like with anything in life, there are costs to your choices. Staying angry, that's a choice. Being resentful, that's a choice. And vengeful comes with the price. All these feelings can have a detrimental impact on your physical and emotional health. Psychologically, when people reported higher levels of forgiveness, they also tended to report better health habits and decreased depression and anxiety and anger levels. Even betrayal in marriages um, had greater levels of forgiveness where it was, so, where, where it was associated with uh, more satisfied relationships and stronger parenting, even with your children. Psychologically, higher reported levels of forgiveness were associated with lower white blood cell count. Can you believe that? White blood cells are an integral part of fighting off diseases and infections. Together, these results highlight the importance of forgiveness. Not for the person that offended you, not for the person that wronged you, but for you. So don't allow your mind and your body to go through another day feeling vengeful and angry. The next logical question is how do you begin the process of forgiveness? The truth is that you've already started because you're listening in this morning. And as you move through your process, you will see that forgiveness can involve the setting boundaries for yourself and simply figuring out what that boundary is. When we don't forgive, it's easy to stay in the anger. However, when we stay in anger, we can avoid going into those harder places that involve the impact of betrayal. It's kind of like the same as a, a, a war veteran that's trauma, traumatized in combat. A person can be traumatized by someone they cared about. You cannot get to a place of acceptance without going through the hard parts. And that, that, again, that can involve understanding what the factors were contributing to the betrayal and coping with what that means for having a future relationship. And in therapy, I've shared this before, letter writing is powerful. It's a powerful tool that you write it out. You write out everything that you feel about the offense and how it hurts you. Write it all out to the offender. Many people do this exercise and you never send it, but it's a way of getting it out of you and out of your head. The negative consequences of not forgiving has been documented in studies that show that it will lead, not can, but it will lead to emotional pain, 
of anger, hate, hurt, resentment, bitterness, and so on. And I repeat this because I really want you to understand how detrimental it is to forgive because it affects everything you do. And it is disobedient not to forgive. It is a sin to not forgive, to, to not forgive someone and not forgiving someone is unforgivable. The person will not enter into heaven. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father, God in heaven, will not forgive your sins. That's in the Word. If you describe someone as unforgiving, you mean that they are unwilling to forgive other people, and it's a choice. And so as I wrap up my part, let's make sure we are not only vaccinated against COVID. That's a whole other story. Some people aren't vaccinated, and that's your own choice. But let me tell you about this vaccination of forgiveness. God's word says in Colossians 3, 12 and 13, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. Jesus teaches unconditional forgiveness. I want to leave you with this one last quote from Oprah Winfrey, who said, forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could be any different. I want you to begin to think about forgiveness for real and how you can incorporate it into your life of radical obedience. Who can you forgive starting now? And are you ready to forgive? If you're not ready, you better get ready. Sometimes the person that you need to forgive most is yourself. So will you get a forgiveness vaccination? I pass it back to you, sis. Wow. That thank you so much, Dee. That was just everything. That was everything for me, you guys. Everything that I wanted I thought I was gonna be able to say. She said it, and she said it in such a way I could not have repeated. That's why I had to give credit where credit's due and let her share with some of you all who may not have joined on last Friday, um or Friday before last. So thank you again, Dee, for that. And yes, forgiveness. Forgiveness is something we're supposed to do, but it is a choice. We have three types of relationships that are all precious to God that we were created to enjoy, and those are the relationships we have with ourselves, according to Mark 12 and 31, that we should love our neighbor as ourselves, so we're supposed to love ourselves. Relationship we have with others, First Peter 3 and 8. Um, Daryl talked about this last month when he went over the seven seeds that are planted in us to help us grow the seed he put in us. Um, finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, the Philadelphia type of love, the tender heart and a humble mind. And our relationship that we have with God, Matthew 22 and 37, we should love the Lord with all of our heart, with all of our soul and all of our mind. So if you're on the call this morning and this word is, is, is really, 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 really hitting you hard, I want to remind you that the only way you're even able to radically forgive, like the only way you're able to radically obey means you have to accept God's agape love for you. And I mean deep down on the inside. You have to make John 3.16 personal. Otherwise, you will always be susceptible to the wounds and pains of rejection. You'll be susceptible to the bitter root, <clears throat> the root of bitterness that the enemy will try to plant in your heart from offense. Mark 6 and 14 also says, forgive ye, if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. Thank you, Rochelle. 
So John 3 and 16 says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but have everlasting life. Making that personal means abiding in and letting the love of God cover you. This morning, from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, let it wash over you. Because God's love is the greatest power. The enemy is going to try to do anything to hinder you from accepting and receiving this kind of love. But if you allow the Holy Spirit to get its place deep within you and allow yourself to understand that you are wildly and irrevocably loved by your Father in heaven. Once you allow the establishment of God's love, not the love of man, but the love of God, to be deep down on the inside, the wounds and the pains and the hurts of rejection, the, 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 the enemy's attack of rejection or God's using rejection to mold you, it is sting, but it won't wound your soul. So as I close, I invite you all, even though people talk about this being a day where we express love to each other, to the ones you may love in a romantic way, receive and accept the love of God this morning. Instead of looking for acceptance in the wrong places, accept the fact that God loves you and, and Jesus came for you. That's all I got. What I'm going to do, um, something I, I really don't do, I think before we go to the greeting and everyone's saying good morning, we're going to have a Selah moment. Just going to play some folk music for about 30 seconds or so, 45 seconds. And I really want you to use this time as intentional time to hear God speak to you, to receive his unyielding, unfailing, overwhelming unconditional love this morning and allow it to wash over your heart as an ocean washes over the sand and allow him to start healing some of those wounds you may still have from rejection. Thank you. 
and that's all I have. Dee, thank you again for your share. Dion, thank you even for this platform you've given us. And I just thank all of you guys for being intentional and being here this morning. Lord, I just thank you for the word that went forth on today. And I, I pray that it blesses your people, God. I thank you for you being glorified. And I thank you for your love that washes a multitude of sins. I thank you for your grace and your mercy. And I thank you, God, for giving us the opportunity today to receive your love. Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Um, anybody who uh, wanted to say good morning, you weren't able to at the beginning of the call. Um, if it's your first time calling, I want to open the floor up to you. If not, any men and anybody else that wants to say good morning, now's your time. Good morning. This is Rita. Good morning, Rita. Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning. This is Shara. Hey, Shara. Good morning. Good morning. This is Patsy. Who was that? I didn't hear you. Patsy. Hey, Patsy. Good morning. Good morning. This is Miss B. Awesome. Thank you, Miss B. God's y'all Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Sister Tracy. I heard too. I heard Sister Tracy. Who else was that? Good morning, it's Monica. Happy Valentine's Day. Hey, Monica. Good morning. Welcome. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Juanita. Hey, Juanita. Good morning. Good morning. It's Persistent. Hey, Persistent. Good morning. Good morning. This is Good morning. It's Gloria. Hey, Gloria. Glow, glow, glow. Amen. <laughs> Happy Valentine's to you and everybody else. Good morning, is beloved Barb. Wishing everyone a happy Valentine's Day as well. God bless. Good morning, beloved. God bless you. Good morning, it's me, Mary. Hey, me, Mary. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, it's jubilant. Hey, Juju. Good morning. Good morning. Um, anybody else want to say good morning before we transition to the love, life, and victory portion of the call? Now is your time. Good morning, Natasha. Hey, Natasha. Hey, Natasha. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, sis. Ha ha. This is this is all you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. I love the spirit. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much <laughs> for being obedient. God bless you. 
All right. If there's nobody else that wants to say good morning, um, whew, we can go ahead and transition to the uh, Love Action Victory portion. So if there's anything that stood out to you, any anything that you want to share this morning, go ahead and add your time. Good morning, Christina Joy. It's resilient, restore, Rochelle. Wonderful. Awesome. I'm like the little man sitting on the edge of the chair, clapping, falling off. I just think it is just so amazing how you and Didi would take this day um, to the day that everybody looks for love or, um, to you know, everybody leading up to this day. I better get flowers. I better get candy. But the real meaning of love, to take the meaning of love and the thing that is opposite of love, to turn it around, to lead you to true love. Um, amazing. Um, we spend all this time and, um, you know, trying to figure out this and try to figure out that and try to love from a place of hurt and try to love from um, just a place of unforgiveness. But once we get that unforgiveness out, our heart is free to love the way that Jesus loved, the um, the agape love, oh God, that filial love. You guys were amazing. I'm just over the top because that was awesome. I, I, I'm going to post that, play that. It was just amazing. I'm just over here like how God will take the foolish things of the world to confine the wise and then take the weakest things that, like this day that people look for love to show how you can get unconditional, unconditional true love. So God bless you guys. I love you, sisters. God bless you too, Rochelle. God be the glory. I amen, amen. Because I promise you, I was not, I was not gonna tell y'all my business this morning. I wasn't. I was not. I was gonna talk about the history of Valentine's and all this other stuff, and the wind blew. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he will make us free. He yes. will make us free in that situation. Yes. He can't, yes. the enemy can't hold that nothing over us because he <laughs> makes us free, free indeed. Amen. To God free be the glory. Indeed. Amen. Yes, I thank God that my morning's been torn to joy and he turned my, my ashes for beauty when it came to this. So I'm so grateful. Thank you, ma'am. Is there anybody else? I just have to say ditto, 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 ditto to all that Rochelle just said. Y'all, you indeed blessed me this morning with the whole teaching on forgiveness and the importance. So God bless you. I love y'all very much. Bye-bye. Love you too, girl. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm i so happy, Didi. Um, I was there on the call that day because that, that, that did something to me because it reminded me of the importance of forgiveness and the choice right it's a choice like as she said getting vaccinated is a choice it's a choice to forgive but as we know with the trading floors you trade unforgiveness and you receive forgiveness you trade unforgiveness you give forgiveness and then you receive so many other things from god that he wants to bless you with by you letting go of the offense so thank you god but yeah, go and Rochelle. Thank you. No, um, it's amazing to me because, you know, the church that I, I've been in since '96, my pastor is a he teaches on it so much, and it's hard sometimes because forgiveness isn't um, something I, to me. I mean, people pray and fast and do all the work, but the forgiveness is such a big part of it. So when you are unwilling to, because we know it's a choice, 
it enables you to really get on that road of recovery. So you end up staying stuck, and it's an emotional prison that a lot of believers stay stuck in because, you know, offense is hard. And if somebody, like I use the word dirty Mac, because when somebody's wronged you, it's it's human nature. You want to get back the majority of the time. But a lot of, um, and just me doing my own um, healing process is thinking about the wounds that are deep from childhood. We are now, I'm 54. And if I don't let go of some of the things, I'm going to stay stuck. So what is the praising and worshiping and praying and all of that? What is it for if you're not doing a big part of what God tells us to do? That's that's what radical obedience means, to do what his word says. And he's not saying um, you can't feel it because your pain should not be dismissed because it has not gone unnoticed by him. He just wants you to remember the cross. And I think that helps um, for me. It helps. Again, like I said, everybody processes things differently. But if you want to hold on to that and it makes you sick, and that's the part says, that made me really sit up when I read about how it affects you, your blood cells. That, that was so, I'm like, my God, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm going to do better about forgiveness and really go deep in it. So thank you for even asking me to share this morning. I love you to life. I love you too. Thank you. Thank you for being willing. Thank you for your obedience. And yeah, you know, forgiveness, when you realize, if you ever, oh, and this is for everyone to think about in your time with God, if there's ever been a moment where you forgave, but you forgave because you said, well, I got to forgive, otherwise God won't forgive me, but that person going to have their day of judgment, I want you to, I want to challenge you in the way you forgave them. Because when Jesus forgave on the cross, he forgave them, but then he said, Father, you forgive them too, which means if you ask God to forgive them the same way you want, you, you're forgiving them, but you ask God to forgive them, you're basically saying, blot out this transgression from their record on their day of judgment in the divine courts of heaven. And that's true radical forgiveness. So thank you again, Dee for that. So awesome. So awesome. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Sister Tracy. Um, thank you so much this morning for that declaration and that tag. is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I needed to hear it over and over again. Um, since being on Declare Victory, I know when I first came on the call, I had a lot of pain um, from being had uh, abandonment issues from my mom and working through the process of learning to let it go because it, the pain sometimes is so great, a failed marriage. Um, and someone said, how in the world could you have forgiven him? And I said, I had to. I had to forgive him. It wasn't for him. It was for me. I didn't want to be in that misery and that uncomfortability. And working through that process one day at a time was very painful. But thank God for this line and for these um, de declarations in the morning that helped me to, to be able to pick up the phone and call people that I have um, had pain with and, and, and to apologize for my part, um, just sitting still and just waiting on the Lord. But I just wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you, and letting go and releasing it, it does help. And it, Everybody, everybody has to get there. You know, it's a process. Like they said, what, blow, wind, blow. The wind may blow you this way today. 
and the next way tomorrow, but it's all going to work out for the good if you just trust the process and trust him. So I just wanted to say thank you, and I love you guys. Love you, Sister Tracy. Thank you for your um, transparency this morning. And I'm, I think I thank God for for your healing as well. Definitely thank God for this line. I definitely understand um, that kind of those those painful moments uh, having my own failed marriage or feeling rejection from my from my family being considered the scapegoat or the black sheep. So it is hard, and it is a process. And one thing I had to learn, um, Sabrina, Sabrina. <clears throat> She joins the call. Um, she joins the call. Sabrina Robertson. She has a book, and she talks about for, forgiving someone releases them of an emotional debt they'll never be able to repay. Um, also, I read Bernice Cooper's book about vacating victim bail. How she she discussed when you forgive someone, you let go because otherwise, if you if you wait for an apology that may never happen, you know you kind of look for the arsonist to put out the fire and and forgiving them puts out the fire without them even being present. So this call, this line, these teachings, they, they always push us and allow us to go deeper, right? As we grow. Like you said, it's 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 every day, every day, every day. You just you just learn a little bit, you do a little bit more and then you get to the point where like you said, when you forgive someone for something that is what people would think is unforgivable, you realize you couldn't have done it with your own might, right? You didn't do it with your own power, but it was through God. So thank you, Tracy, for sharing. I appreciate that. And if anybody isn't um, speaking, if you could just move your own, please. Appreciate you. Is there anybody else that wants to share? Yes. Um, uh, this has stirred up so many emotions in in a good way, and I think right now I'm just feeling such gratitude for this line and the people on this line and Didi, just how you continue to speak about this issue, which is so powerful and needed. And it brought to mind, I remember one time I joined in on the call on Friday Night Live, and and um, the topic was forgiveness, and and Didi lovingly said something jokingly like, "Oh, you you you're not dealing with anything like that, or something to that effect." And and it actually made me take pause and and really think, "Wait, am I am I walking around? Do I have my forgiveness?" And for me, it reminded me of sometimes it can be really subtle. You think that you have let something go and that you've forgiven, and when you take the time to really ask God to search you and examine your heart. You begin to see things that you didn't realize that were there. Um, and as Didi was it was sharing, I could now I can laugh because I feel like I'm, I'm I feel like I know I'm coming through the other side of the process of having um, gone through the process of doing the forgiveness and doing the work that needs to be done. And I'm not saying I've arrived, but I, I'm working on it. And I was reminded also of something Tanya said that really changed the trajectory of of where I was going when she said I, she had to ask God to change her heart. And that made me look at it's not about the other person, but it's about oh, me. And, yeah. and asking God to, to help me work on this and, and, and change me so that I can do the work that I do. Amen. Thank you. I'm sorry. I did not catch your name. 
That's Natasha, Christina. Oh, that was Tasha? Okay. Girl, you sounded different. <laughs> that was a, ooh, I love that sound. Okay. All right. I was like, who was that? Natasha. Natasha, thank you. You know what? And Tosh, let me just say something. You you have, since I've known you, it's it's almost like to me you've arrived because you don't you don't carry any you don't carry it on the outside, right? I don't see it. I, I don't see those things. I see fruit on you. So if you feel like there's still work going on on the inside, then I definitely, as Dion says, trust the process because what's bearing on the outside is fruit of the spirit, is the fruit of the spirit on you, which is a lovely thing. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Dee Dee, did you want to share anything or did you want to comment to her? She just always makes me cry, so <laughs> because she's so just like you said, the fruit and um the way she just man, Natasha, thank you because you bless me, um, how you'll out of nowhere you'll check on me and that's that's a big deal. So just like we encourage each other and God has placed us all together for our own healing and it's beautiful. So I just, I'm just grateful for my Friday Night Live crew. And when I say my, it's not my call. I've just hosted it for almost seven years, but it's a family and it's like a therapy session. So the way that you say, and, and I know I talk about forgiveness a lot because it helps me. It's helped me um, live. It, it, it's helped me heal. So I know sometimes people might show up on the call and they're like, is she talking about forgiveness again? Yes, I most certainly am because that's something that I don't think you could ever talk about it enough. So. That's all I got, Christina. You're amazing, and you're a powerhouse. And also, thanks to you for um, for turning my pilot light up because it had started going down. But because God used you to just encourage me to keep moving forward, don't give up. Because the enemy delights in um, discouraging us. I think that's a better word for it, and and you know, kind of making you think you're not. Um, valued as much or maybe things have shifted so I just want to thank you for who you've been in my life it's a blessing I really truly love Declare Victory and what it's done for my um, spiritual growth so that's all I got oh thank you Dee Dee God gives all the glory I appreciate I just appreciate you guys I appreciate all of you all um, you and the cause everyone everyone Thank you, Um, Tell me again. I just want to say um, I thank God for being able to forgive because there was a time that I wasn't. There was a time, as you know, Didi and my California family, and not only her, but I got children in I don't know how many states. <laughs> I have I was holding a real hard grudge against my first husband because I'm sure I, I well I ain't know I'm sure I know I've done some things too. But I had never felt the hurt like I did from him. And I 
When I first started hearing the message on forgiveness, I knew that I had to forgive him. As Dee said, not for his sake, but for mine, for my sanity, because I thought I was going crazy. But it's a funny thing. Um, it was on his deathbed that I had a chance to have a real talk with him. Some people say when you're unconscious, you can't hear, but I believe that you can. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure that he did because um, I felt such a peace after I talked to him. And I asked his forgiveness, and I told him that I forgave him, and I thank God I did. I really did. But the funny thing was, yesterday, my my baby sister, no, day before yesterday, my baby sister had um, an anniversary, um, her wedding anniversary was. And we got on the subject of birthdays. No, got on the subject of when I got married. I'm sorry, I'm bumbling. No, no, I'm not. Christina, thank you for holding me accountable. Um, we got on the subject talking about when I got married. She asked me when did I get married. And I told her the date that I first got married. And she told they called she called me Mickey. She said, Mickey, I wasn't talking about you and your first husband. I'm talking about your husband. And we start the because <laughs> I couldn't remember when my my husband and I got married. But I could remember when my first husband and I got married. And I thought it was so funny and I found out that it was not just uh Laughter, but it was a joyful laughter. I know that my my husband and I were in deep love. I know that I loved that guy, but from to, uh, today I can't even remember when we got married. And it was I, it, I, it was peculiar and it was funny too, because um, when I talked about my first husband. It was a love, but it wasn't. Just, it wasn't a love. Love. It wasn't an in love. Love, if you know what I'm t- trying to say. But I do appreciate the both of you and Christina. I really, I really, really, truly appreciate you and Glory. Although you do uh, attack me, I really appreciate the two of you holding me accountable. Thank you so much. God bless you. Indeed, I really enjoyed. Well, I enjoyed both of you. That's all. Thank you. I love you too. I I I appreciate you. And I I even as you were speaking, I I I I see how you how you caught yourself, right? So, look, Globy putting me on you, but hey. It seems like after a while, I won't have to say anything because you're doing it yourself. You're doing it yourself. And you're, just, you're just trusting yourself, trusting your sound. I love it. 
Mom, I'm so glad that uh, you know I love you, and I'm so glad that you actually healed from all of that hurt because it was years of hurt, and I'm glad you didn't, like you said, you were losing your mind, and, 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 and a lot of it is trauma, so I'm just glad that I was able to witness that, and I do know that he heard you because the same way I had, an, um, you know, being in the room, well, before nephew had to pick me off the floor, hold on, sorry, but I, that was, he, he was, he could hear, he understood. So it's all good and it's all love. And I'm just grateful for that connection because, um, with the, with the enemy meant for evil, God made it good and look at us. We are connected and no matter That's the right. distance, um, it's, it's love. And so your healing is my healing because I love you and I want you to enjoy your years and none of it was for nothing, if that makes sense. So I'm grateful that you were able to release that for your, for, for you. Because daddy is gone. You know what I mean? Yes. And he left behind some beautiful blessings. And, I, I mean, there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> Father of our country, you got to laugh. But I'm just grateful for this. So um, healing is everything. And forgiveness, again, is a big part of it. And like I said, when, when I read about the healing part of your physical body, your blood, unforgiveness affects your blood count cells. That blew me away. Like, I, I had never read that part of it so I was like oh I, I I bet you I'm not gonna let nobody um cause me a sickness like that for because I'm gonna forget <laughs> so I love you so much I love you too baby and I love all the rest of my babies in every state even in Africa <laughs> even in Nairobi <laughs> <laughs> exactly y'all have a blessed one <laughs> Thank you again. And do you, that, that that was just like a loving transaction between both of you guys. That, like you said, that's what forgiveness looks like, right? It's a flow. It's a continuous process of extending grace and just letting things go. Beautiful. Um, I mentioned Sabrina's book earlier. Uh, for those of you that want to, want to get it, um, it is called The Pain of My Inheritance, My Mother's Womb which is available on her website, www.sabrinajrobertson.com. I also mentioned um, <clears throat> Vacate Victimville. That's Bernice Cooper, um, which you can go to vacatevictimville.net, I believe, to get her book as well. So I just wanted to give those um, credits out there, credits there. And I also quoted Bob Storch's book, Dealing with Rejection and the Praise of Man. It's an awesome, awesome book um, to read. Gloria's reading it with me, too. So just wanted to give you all that information. Is there anyone else that wants to share this morning? Good morning. Good morning. It's persistent. I just want to say thank you um, to the Declare Victory line, to to God, to you two, Dee and Christina. Wonderful Valentine's gifts. I want to say it's probably the best Valentine's gift I received in a long, long, long time because of its authenticity, its truth and power and love, real love. Um, you know, I've been transparent since the very beginning, two years on this line, and uh, I started in great amount of pain and hurt and rejection. I love the way you explain rejection as a tool, um, something that God gives to us as a gift from God 
Um, and my rejection was not just from my husband, but it was from my family, my church family, as well as my blood family. Um, and it's been a process of working through it, and I'm still working through it. But this um, gift today, Valentine's gift, is um, helping me to go deeper and to do the work that's necessary. Because um, as Dee expressed, it is a process, and it's very personal. And um, you can't help, as your flesh is what it is, um, to want to see some sort of vindication. But um, being obedient to the Lord, even in my pain, when he initially just said, pray, pray for them, pray for them. And even though I would say, but my prayer is not sincere, he still said, pray. And that obedience in itself was the beginning and the starting of the process, but it still is a process. Um, Good to know about the physical effects of unforgiveness. Was completely, totally unaware of that, but it it definitely makes sense and resonates. Um, I'm always asking the Lord, you know, when, how, why, you know, am I going to get over this? And when others come to me and tell me, oh, God, go get him, that kind of simplistic understanding of the of the Lord that they believe in. I just said, I don't know what God's going to do. I don't know. I know he's a just God, but I don't want to look at that. I reject that thought because all they did was feed into my flesh of, you know, vindication that was already there. And I wanted to move away from that. I wanted to get to um, what I heard saints say they were able to freely Forgive and be free indeed, and and then walk into your purpose and and what He has for you. I wanted that, and I still want that. So I just want to say thank you for my Valentine gift because it was the best one I could ever think that I would receive on this day. And I truly appreciate both of you and love you guys and the Declare Victory line. Amen. Hey, Christina, Joy, and Dee Dee. This is Tanya, not Tanya. Um, I I can absolutely identify with Mama Leonia and, um, you know, having to forgive uh, my first husband. Um, I'm thankful it didn't, my process wasn't as long, but, you know, it, it took a lot of courage to do that. Um, but I also thought about, as you were, but Dee Dee, those statistics and the data that you provided were just absolutely um this, they were phenomenal to me. I had not, um, like you, I've done study on forgiveness, but I did not realize it affected our white blood count cell. That, I mean, well, however you say it, our white, our red, whatever it is, you know what I'm talking about. It, it affects our our blood cells. I, I had no idea, but it makes sense when you talk about high blood pressure and the other different diseases that um, we can end up with because we're being rebellious. Yeah, yeah. When we make a decision not to forgive, we're being rebellious. It's so ironic that I was just, so I'm working on another manuscript right now. I won't tell you the title because it would be premature, but it's not a plug at all. But I'm just saying, literally this morning, I was was wrapping up on forgiveness and um, just the things that I understand and I'm aware of it. And, And one of the things that the Holy Spirit reminded me of is that you know, when we're rebellious, we willfully make a decision not to 
follow the word of God, whatever that is, that's rebellion. And rebellion is, is likened to witchcraft. Witchcraft is not just about casting spells and, you know, uh, somebody dressed in all black and, you know, uh, burning, you know, whatever it is that witches do, right? <laughs> Something as simple as not forgiving willfully. Just make a decision. Yep, they did too much. I will not forgive them. It's your choice. But according to the scriptures, again, it is rebellion. You could Google search it. I'm not going to tell you where the scripture is. Google Google rebellion and witchcraft, and I'm telling you, the scripture, it's in the book of Isaiah, will pop up. That's the one thing. The other thing that I wanted to share is that um, eight years ago, eight and a half, no, eight years ago when we started this call, I was in in a state of, you know, struggling to forgive. And um, I had not done the work that I've done. I, I want to, if you get a pen, I want to give you a title of a workbook that we went through on this call. Um, and, and I want to share that book with you. If you are somebody that's struggling with it, it's for real. It's, it's real. It's a struggle. It, it was a struggle for me to humble myself and forgive. Once I realized that forgiveness was not about me, it's not about them. It was, it was a release for me. Oh, my goodness. So it's called Developing a Lifestyle of Forgiveness by Steve and Becky Deal. And the last name is D-I-E-H-L, Developing a Lifestyle of Forgiveness. You can Google it. They even have a website. You can get it. The author himself taught us for like, I think it was six or eight weeks every Saturday back in 2016 or 2017. Here's the last thing I want to say. For those people that might be beating yourself up about, you know, but I'm not forgiving like Jesus did, for God the Father forgive them, but they know not what they do. I didn't have that. I, I did not have it. All I had was, God, your word says forgive them, so, you know, whatever, forgive them, Lord. That was it. That's all I had when I first started. But I was obedient even to God's word. And it took a minute. And I knew I was in a dangerous position. Um, to be asking God to bless me with this, that, and the other. But here I have this huge thing. Like forgiveness is so important that our prayers are not answered. That's how big it is. So, so when we begin, and it, it is a process. And what I learned is, um, so it got better. I, w I began to be able to pray for the individuals that offended me. It was a big deal. It was, it, it disrupted my whole family. It was a huge deal. But when I got past myself and I was able to then change my prayers, I'm just talking about how I started off. I started off in obedience, not really wanting to, but trying, you know, being obedient. God changed my heart too, right? So there's, there's processes. And then I realized that I thought I had done some work and then something would pop up and it would trigger a reaction. And I, and the Holy Spirit would say, you have a little bit more work to do. And I would be obedient. I would say, Lord, I just, whatever the work is, help me to get rid of that too. And so again, respecting the process, the book one more time, developing a lifestyle of forgiveness. This is a workbook. And I'm telling you, when you go through this workbook, it will really shed light on many of the challenges that you might be having. Thank you for the space, Christina and, and Dee Dee. Um, thank you for the space to share. I, I, I want to see people healed and whole and healthy as well. Thank Somebody you, else is Oh, go ahead, Deanna. 
somebody else was going to say something, but I, I want to say something that will piggyback. And I, I've enjoyed the dialogue this morning. I, did they want to, you want to speak before I do? Whoever that was, I was going to speak while Tanya was talking. Okay. Um, l- let me, let me just say this. Um, we say very frequently that forgiveness is not for them. And this is, this is no slight on what Tanya said. I, I believe I, I absolutely believed that wholeheartedly for many years because I didn't understand the necessity of repentance from others, right? In saying that, if you look at Genesis, the 50th chapter, like around about 16 or 17, um, before Israel died, he left instructions for his sons to repent to their brother for all the wrong that they had done. It wasn't until then that he, for, not only did he forgive them, he had, he had released them from their offense, but he didn't wholeheartedly um, let them go or absolve them of their responsibility for their trespasses until they repented. So in some instances, like when people pass away or, you know, they may never say, I'm sorry for what I did. The reality is they have an expense. And it's one of those things that the enemy can legally use against them. So it's not always just for us. It is also for them for the blessing. And if you read in that 50th chapter, after his siblings repented, all was well, like peace came in. Um, Joseph had found his solace, but before then, he was still being a little bit mean. He was still being a little catty. He was still, you know, a little cantankerous. And so, again, it goes, it speaks right back to that forgiveness work. Um, A lot of times when we demonstrate love to somebody or compassion or mercy for that matter, it provokes something in them to pull the curse off of them that they've completely um, come in agreement with when they have not asked for forgiveness. So I'm saying that to those that you know you owe repentance to someone, and sometimes God will tell you, go and apologize to that one. And you be asking a question, well, God, I didn't do them nothing. They did something to me. But a lot of times it is almost like standing in the gap for somebody else's release, standing in the gap and provoking something in their heart. The Bible says that the heart of the king is in the hands of the master and he turns it whichever way he chooses. A lot of times our forgiveness and willingness to forgive provokes repentance in the hearts of man. And the word says that he would, that all would be saved and repent and come into the knowledge of Christ. So sometimes our release of somebody is the very trigger that they need to have the courage to repent for something that they've done to yourself or somebody else. And it starts like this trajectory. And if you ever feel the Lord tugging on you to apologize to somebody that did you dirty, it means that you are almost on a a fast track. I'm almost certain a fast track to healing and forgiveness in your own life. Just FYI. That's all.
Wow. Wow. Um, both of you, Tanya and Dion, thank you guys um, for that, for that wisdom you all just shared. And, and yes, um, I want to just, um, as we are about to close, I want to go ahead and let everyone know who's listening and you may not be saying anything. I want to encourage you to keep showing up. Natasha was going to say this, and she, unfortunately, the call dropped for her. But she said she wanted to encourage everyone, and I agree with her. Keep showing up. In, if you're in this process of doing the work, of letting things go, of forgiving people, it's going to have moments of uncomfortability. It's going to be uncomfortable at times, but it's well worth all the discomfort to be free of the unforgiveness. So just keep showing up, y'all. Um, and with that, if there's no one else, or I'll, we have time for maybe one more, and then I'll go ahead and close. Thank you again, uh, Tanya. Thank you, Dion. Thank you, Dita. All right, well, if there's no one else, um, <clears throat> I'll go ahead and close this out real quickly. Abba, I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you again for this day. Thank you for this moment. Um, thank you for even waking us up this morning and giving us an opportunity to just do the work and do your will today. I pray that you will lead us all to have a moment today with time with you in our prayer and our meditation and just accepting and receiving your abounding love for us. Allow us to come to you, God, in humility and, and gratitude. Let us come to you in love and cover us with the blood of Jesus. Allow us the opportunity to not only forgive ourselves, forgive us of our sins, but if there's anybody that you told us to forgive in this moment or in this season or on this day, God, strengthen us to let go. As we receive our forgiveness from the blood of Jesus that cleanses and washes us from all unrighteousness, I ask that you apply the blood over each and every person on the sound of my voice from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Allow us to let go of any hurtful words from anybody in the past that we may have spoken or spoken against us. Give us you've given us a power, God. Break all generational curses and ancestral curses having to do with unforgiveness, bitterness, anger, resentment, betrayal. As we plead the blood of Jesus over the hurt, over the pain, and over every curse, that you would turn every curse in our life into a blessing as we access the trading floors in the divine courts of heaven. Allow us today, God, as they have loved to speak life and not death to anyone that we come in contact with. Cleanse us of all unrighteousness, as you did Isaiah's lips with the coal from the seraphim. I ask that you would cleanse us and allow us to speak blessings on today. As we depart now, this call, but never from your presence, cover us with the armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the gospel of peace sandals, the sword of the spirit, which is your word, and the shield of faith, which we use against any flaming arrows of the enemy. Allow us to continue to develop intimate relationships with you, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, so that we bear forth the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control as we continue on this month in obedience, God. Allow us to not only teach others to obey, Give us the posture of wanting to obey out of love for you. And now, God, because you are able to keep us from falling, to make us stand without blemish in your presence of your glory, 
We thank you as we rejoice for you. I lose angels to each and every person, their guardian angels on the north, south, east, and west of them, that in their hands they shall bear them up, lest they dash their foot against the stone. Give us protection on today, God. Give us peace on today. And let us just spend time embellishing in your love, your unabiding, unconditional love. To God be the glory, the power, the majesty, the dominion, and the authority. As I feel this prayer in the blood of Jesus, I pray. Amen. In Jesus' name. Y'all have a great, awesome, love-filled day. Amen. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Have a great day, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day, y'all. Have a Valentine's Day. You guys have a blessed, blessed Monday. Love you guys. Have a blessed Monday. Happy Valentine's Day. Love y'all. Love for real. Jesus, man. Hey, girlfriend. Love y'all. Love everyone.
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared